0: Hello guys and thank you for listening and watching another episode of Live Free Podcast where I talk about living a life of freedom, rest, and expansion in Christ Jesus. I have a word today from the Lord. He's actually given me this word a couple of weeks ago, um, but just having me to release uh, more content slowly, not sure why, but here I am nevertheless. Let's get into it. As you've seen from the thumbnail, this particular YouTube video is going to be about dream symbols dream symbols parables dark speech the way God speaks I did it done a video on dream and interpretation and I'll link it uh, with this video in the description and in the cards um, so that you guys can get a full picture of dream interpretation but what God was really highlighting to me with this particular message was the symbols, the dream symbols, and the things and the dreams that we often overlooked. And the reason why I am bringing this message is because from my personal experience, um, how some things are now beginning to unfold based on a dream I had in 2021, 2020. So I did not perceive it to be what is happening right now. So this particular video is basically God is wanting me to sound the alarm to, 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 to speak to you guys that you will not miss your moment. Because there are things that are happening in the spiritual realm and in the physical realm that God is moving by his spirit, right? But if we don't perceive what he's doing, we'll miss it. You know, the Bible says, do you not perceive it? When it talks about God is doing a new thing we're in a season and an era of new beginnings and new things new uh, uh, directions and new transitions that God is having us go in but if we don't perceive what he's doing we can miss our moments and I know a lot of people like to say what God has for me is for me and that is true to a certain degree to a certain degree that is true. It's true in the sense of God has blessing for us. God has favor for us. But it is not true because what's for you is for you. You can miss your moment if you are not perceiving what God is doing. And the only way to perceive what God is doing is to stay in that secret place, is to have those intimate moments with God, right? So that when those dreams come and the Holy Spirit illuminates Um, Or highlights what God is speaking You won't miss your moment Because that's the only way And I'm telling you from experience Because I did not perceive A few dreams that I had Thank God I wrote them down But I did not perceive And those dreams served As a um, um, Confirmation for me That solidified That I was on the right track Because if you don't have that witness, you don't have that confirmation, you'll often go off and veer off on the wrong path. So it's vitally important that we not only perceive it, but it also serves as confirmation for us, right? So let me get into it. We know that Job 33 and 14, it talks about how God gives us dreams. So let me read that real quick. It says, uh, Job 33 and uh, verse 14, it says, For God does speak now one way, now another though no one perceives it. Here's that word perceive again. In a dream and a vision of the night when deep sleep falls on people as they slumber in their beds, he may speak in their ears and terrify them with warnings to to turn them from wrongdoing and to keep them from pride and to preserve them from the pit, their lives from perishing by the sword. So God seals our ears with instruction when he gives us dreams And he liked to speak in pictures He liked to speak in visions And um, you know sometimes we perceive this As being in parables it's being a symbols, dark speech You know and dark speech is Nothing simply than just dream language That's what dark speech is And dark speech is The language of dreams that God will use And the Hebrew word for dark speech is Shaddai Which is a riddle, a question Or a perplexing Um, you know, riddles and perplexities, right, that God will give us. Well, why would he give us a riddle? Why would he give us a symbol? Why would he give us a picture and not just tell us straight up, right? Because as bad as you want the blessing or you want the word, God wants the pursuit. So this is all about, it goes back to um, um, intimacy. It goes back to, um, that's where you're going to receive your revelation. That's where you're going to receive, when you're speaking in the spirit, you're going to get the interpretation of what God is speaking to you, right? That's why it's vitally important. And I push speaking in tongues, having the gift of the Holy Spirit. If you don't have that gift, it's not that you're not saved if you don't have it. So that's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that there's another, other levels in the spirit realm that it will take you if you have that gift and God does not show favoritism he wants everyone to have everything that we need to do what he has called us to do and to soar um, like eagles right so we want to pursue him and don't let him go until you get it don't pursue him until that is done and I'm going to be speaking on a a few reasons why sometimes we don't get that gift and sometimes the things no matter how hard we pray it does not manifest And I'm going to be speaking about that in just a second here. But the dark speech is the dream language, right? The parables. You know, Jesus spoke in parables. So we know that this is biblical. Jesus spoke in parables. But guess what? The revelation was for the disciples. The parables was for the Pharisees and for the unbelievers. The revelation is for the body of Christ. So the revelation comes with intimacy, right? But no matter how much revelation I have, I can give you the revelation, but I can never give you my hunger, right? So those that thirst and hunger for righteousness shall be filled. So when you thirsting and you're hungering after God, and get this, you can't even do that on your own. So what my prayer is, Lord, give me a thirst and hunger for righteousness. I even pray for that. I pray for everything. Pray for wisdom. Pray for knowledge. Pray for understanding. But Lord, give me the wisdom and the revelation. Give me the thirst and hunger to pursue you, right? Because sometimes you get in that space where you don't feel like the flesh doesn't want to get in the presence of God. So now, you know, you just pray and ask the Holy Spirit to help you with that because he's your helper right we got to utilize what we have so dark speech parables is very important the symbols in this season and the reason I say this is because you don't want to miss your moment you don't want to miss the right path so dark speech we're decoding mysteries of God's communication this is what the Holy Spirit had me to write down we're decoding the mysteries of God's communication And again, it comes by way of revelation. Now you got to remember the Holy Spirit is the dream giver and he is the interpreter. Every dream that was interpreted by the people of God, not the the false prophets, by the people of God was given to us by way of the Holy Spirit. So even you know, Daniel interpreted dreams for Nebuchadnezzar and Joseph interpreted dreams for Pharaoh, but they both said that the interpretations came from God, not themselves. So it's vitally important that we don't try to say we manifested something when God has given us something. Because now we're taking the credit for the Holy Spirit and we don't want do that this is why it's vitally important to stay away from that type of stuff because that's the i i i manifested so that's what you're doing is you're excluding jesus and the holy spirit and god from the equation so they both said that they had the, uh, the interpretation came from god and not themselves giving glory back to jesus where where it belongs so the bible doesn't record any more dreams from joseph after the first two We know that, but the Bible talks about dreams. In fact, dreams was so important that I spoke this in the last video that Jesus wouldn't be here if it wasn't for dreams. For an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph and told him to go with the child, him and Mary, because they were out to kill the the newborns, right? So they had to go in hiding. So is it, if it wasn't for a dream that the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph, Jesus would not be here. So we know that dreams are vitally important. And we see this throughout scripture, not just in, 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 even in the New Testament, but we see it in the Old Testament, right? Because we just talked about Joseph and we talked about Daniel. And there were more, even more than that. So why riddles and parables and perplexities? Why do God do that? It's one word. It's relationship because he wants to pursuit, because he wants you to know him intimately. He wants you to know his voice so that a stranger's voice you cannot follow, so that when the enemy shows up, you'll know that it's not God. That's how you're able to discern the voice of God. So I'm going back to my dreams, and the symbols in the dreams are vitally important. So we're going back to colors. We're going back to um, the Buildings, the structures, the houses, the animals, all of these things are symbols, are metaphors, right? Dark speech, parables, symbols that God is speaking to us through, right? So we can have a greater understanding and a greater meaning of what he is telling us to do in our everyday life. It's vitally important that you don't want to miss your moment. I'm telling you, this is vitally important because I did not perceive the dreams that I had to be from God. I didn't perceive it Um, because they didn't scream the name of what's happening now, right? They only uh, gave me, um, showed me what I was doing in the dreams that actually totally lined up with what's happening right now. So the, the symbols um God often refers to like houses um as as your spiritual house so your temple the Bible says the body is the temple so we know that sometimes what God would refer to homes and houses as your, your structure or your covering. What kind of covering are you under spiritually? He'll show you the structure, and I think I've said this before, that I was a person I was dating at the time, and God showed me the structure that I would have been going under had I married this person. It was raggedy and tore up, and, the, and it was like the, 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 the plaster was falling in, and you could see the rafters. And God was saying that that was the structure of the covering that I was going to be going under had I married this person. And thank God I didn't. And I think I mentioned that in another video. So that is vitally important. And I'm saying this because sometimes a house can represent, like, the house of David, right? The house, the key of David, the house of David, meaning a lineage, meaning your generations. It could, it could symbolize generations, you know, and this is vitally important. Or a building, you know, I've, I've come to even realize that when God speaks to us, um, sometimes cities, buildings represent the type of things that we're under, right? And it, you know, it's, it's, it's vitally important because sometimes cities can represent people, sometimes trees. The Bible says we planted like trees by the rivers of the water. Trees represent people as well. Animals represent people. God Jesus referred to the um lady who was asking uh, to get the crumbs from the master's table he referred to her as a dog was he calling the lady a dog absolutely not but he was referencing her as an unbeliever so sometimes when you see dogs in your dreams those are represent unbelievers and these are some of the symbols that I'm going on because I dream about dogs a lot and I dream about you know different things about animals bears you know all these different things tigers alligators you know just all different types of um symbols that God would use to speak to us. Um, So um, things like clothing, colors, you know, different colors you have on the representation. Cars symbolizes ministry. We know that cars represent ministry sometimes, not all the time, but it does represent ministry. I'm going to give you an example. So I had a dream I was in a car, and I was in the current car that I have. And the, and the lady who was in my car trying to drive my car, which was my ministry, I know that was what that was representing. She actually had a car just like mine, but hers was the bigger version. I think she had the Range Rover. So that represented her ministry being a, she had a deliverance ministry. And I was actually thinking about going to uh, see her uh, minister, And, um, I was redirecting my path. I was supposed to go to another ministry to see something. And I was like, well, I'll just go see her. And then that night I laid down and I had a dream that she was talking to me and she jumped in my car and the current car I have now, she almost drove my car off a cliff. And when it came to the edge of the cliff, she stopped and the car went back in reverse and she put the car back where it was. But I was able to see her car. That was a representation of mine, but she had the bigger, bigger, um, model than I had. Right. So I'm saying all of this to say, we need to be vitally um, careful that we don't miss what God is speaking and what he's saying in this season. Because it's vitally important that you don't want to be stagnated, you don't want to be delayed, and you don't want to be confused. Because God, God is not the author of confusion. So... um We know that sometimes you can see a boss or a wife or a husband in a dream, and sometimes that wife will represent the bride of Christ, the husband will represent Jesus, Um, the boss will represent Jesus sometimes, you know, the Holy Spirit. And like one dream that I had, I dreamed that I was going up on this highway and I was curving out, and I can look over and I can see the water, and I could feel my stomach drop in the dream, but I wasn't driving the car, it was somebody driving the car. I was sitting in the back seat. Why was that vitally important in this time and what I'm doing right now? It's vitally important because I realized that when you don't see the person that you're that's in the dream with you and they're driving you, that's the Holy Spirit leading you or an angel of the Lord leading you. So I knew that I wasn't doing things on my own accord. So had I been in the driver's seat driving, that would have been me trying to make things happen, right? So I realized that the person who was driving was the Holy Spirit because you can't see the Holy Spirit, but you know He's there, and or angel of the Lord, you know, same thing, you know, um, not same thing, but you know what I mean. Um, That you can't see the person So you know that you're being led by the Spirit of God and not on your own account And that's huge because a lot of times we want to know Lord Is this me doing this or is this this you telling me to do this? And that was a key thing in what's happening with me right now Me being in transition. That was key and I'm so glad I wrote that down and I'm so glad that I remembered Um, And then someone actually began to tell me my dream and didn't realize they was telling me a dream, but they was just telling me about a particular place. Right. And then it started, I saw my God, you're talking about my dream. And that's where it all started to unfold. And God started to unfold to me that he had already been speaking to me about what I'm doing, but because he didn't spell it out, I didn't really know what the dream was about. You know, you think you're on a highway, you means God's taking you higher. Right. So, but that's not what that dream was about. Um, also um, what, people what people sometimes represent, you know, I just mentioned, you know, wife, spouses, and God, and the bride of Christ, or an uncle, or an aunt, or even just names. You know, sometimes God would just highlight, put a person in your dream, but it's the name that he's trying to, you know, magnify for you. So, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all of his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Let me just talk about the why, why you are unable to decode and why we are sometimes able to not perceive what the Spirit of the Lord is doing, right? Th- these are some things that the Holy Spirit had me write down. Uh, some things that we just we just don't perceive things to be from God. Um, and we know that um, that God is not the uh, does not give us a spirit of fear, right? Um, we know he is not the author of confusion. So when we know how we know a dream is from God, God never speaks to us in fear or terror. There may be a warning, but it's never in fear or terror. Warning dreams can be alarming but not terrorizing. God can use anything. And I'm here to tell you too as well, God can use anyone to confirm and reaffirm. He don't just speaks through dreams and visions. He also speaks to people. He can speak through a stranger on the street, unbelievers, children. I mean, the list goes on and on. That's why we can't box them in. So these are some reasons why we're unable to decode dreams. This is what the Holy Spirit had me write down. Sometimes we're unable to decode dreams because of our spiritual condition. And so I'm gonna help free someone today because this helped me out tremendously. We're unable to decode dreams because of our spiritual condition. Example would be sin. A sin would keep us from being able to perceive what God is saying, right? Because we're clouded and we're blinded. The Bible says the enemy is the uh, God of the world and he blinds the people, right? So sometimes when you're in sin and you're in agreement with the enemy, God will still give you that dream, but you will not have the revelation. You'll have the dream, but it'll be in dark speech and parables and riddles and rhymes. The revelations for those that that are in the secret place with him, that are in intimacy with him. Good example would be the disciples. He spoke to the people in parables, but later on after the people left, the disciples say, Lord, can you tell us the interpretation of the parable that you had just said? And he gave it to them in layman's terms, clear and up close. Why? Because they were his followers. So God will... Still give you a dream, but the unbeliever won't give the message. So it's vitally important to stay close to God. So sometimes sin can distract you or blind you from getting your um, interpretation of a dream. You're not connected to the vine, right? So the Bible says Jesus is the vine where the branches And we're connected. And apart from Him, we can do nothing. And when I say He gave me a revelation of what nothing means, I mean we don't even have the... Our judgment is off. Our interpretation is off. Our paths are all skewed, right? When you're not connected to the vine, whoever is leading you... And I'm going to say this because the Holy Spirit told me this about two weeks ago. He said, when you're not submitted to the Lordship of Jesus Christ... Whoever you submit to, that's who leads you, which is why you see the country in a divide, which is why you see people all over the place and they're scrambled. They can't remember things because, you know, the enemy wants us to forget what we should remember and remember what we should forget. I'm going to say that again. The enemy wants us to forget what we need to remember. And, and remember what we need to forget. And when I say remember what we need to forget, he keeps us looking back in the past. Oh, remember when so-and-so did this to you. Oh, remember when the times used to be good when we used to hang out and get high. Oh, remember when these times was this, when I was with this person in this relationship that was on the road to nowhere. He keeps us looking back so that you can't go forward. So that's called the demon of the past. So sometimes you have to come out of fellowship in agreement with the demon of the past because he keeps your memory looking back. The kingdom of God is forcefully advancing. It's never stagnated. So you have to know that. Another reason why we're unable to decode a dream is because the spirit of blindness. And I mentioned that, that, the Satan blinding you because of the sin. The third reason is because of rebellion, unrepentant heart. Well, rebellion is as the sin as witchcraft, God says, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. In 1 Samuel chapter 15, he talks about this, right? So rebellion will keep you out of the will of God because God looks at rebellion as a witchcraft. So we have to make sure we are aligned. And how do we do that? We come out of agreement with demonic altars. We come out of agreement with satanic things that we're doing as Christians that we should not be doing, that we should not be fellowshipping with. For what fellowship does light and darkness have in common? Light and darkness cannot coexist. And God is speaking loud and clear in this season to Christians and to believers about coexisting with darkness and and wondering why you can't hear the voice of God or wondering why you cannot even... Um, speak in tongues. That's one of the reasons. Because speaking in tongues is a gift, right? But the spirit of witchcraft, the spirit of religion, it's a lot of Christians operating in the spirit of religion. Religion will keep you in bondage. It's designed to keep you stagnated. Religion comes in all forms, right? But, it's com- it, but the main source, the main reason religion wants to come in is to keep you on the road. It's like you're on the treadmill, you're moving, but you're really not going nowhere. You think you really got God, and you really don't have nothing but a formality, but a routine, a ritual. You don't really, you're not really spontaneous. You're not really flowing with the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of reliving water. The Holy Ghost likes to flow. You can't box a man with a routine and a ritual. This is why you need the, the gift of speaking in tongues. And if you don't have that, God will give give it to you. You just come clean, come out of agreement with religion, come out of agreement with witchcraft, renounce it, repent, ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit. And I'm telling you, he'll do it like he did it for me right in my room with no one laying hands on me. A lot of my deliverance came from just a repentant heart, coming clean. Those uh, that ascend in the presence of the Lord, keep clean hands and a pure heart. I didn't say perfection. I said progress. That's what God isn't talking about, progress. Another reason you can't decode is because you're saved, but you're still connected to demonic altars, like I just mentioned, that you have not renounced or broken covenant with. You have not broken those demonic altars of covenants. If you were in a sorority, if you were in Freemasonry, if you were in a religious uh, church or had a religious pastor, you gotta come uh, break those ungodly soul ties. You're still linked up with men or women that aren't your spouse. You're having unsex sex outside of marriage, undercover homosexuality, or just homosexuality. A lot of things, and I'm not saying homosexuals don't speak in tongues. I'm saying that sometimes this is a hindrance to getting a decoded to getting dreams to getting the gifts of the spirit and you wonder why other people have them god is not a respecter of persons the bible says he don't show favoritism that's what that means that means that it's for everybody so lord that means if i can't get it or if i don't have it then i need to look within and not just the fact that he's singling other people out and making them special. We're all special to God. We all matter to God. Everybody that has breath that he created in his image matters to him. And he wants you to have every available arsenal from heaven to get you on your purpose and destiny and to, so you can fulfill the purpose and destiny that he has for your life. Another reason why you can't decode is demons are still controlling your soul, your will, and your emotions, right? That's that Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. You think it's a part of your personality, right? You think that your nastiness or your A disobedience is just who you are, or I'm just like that, or I'm just standoffish, or I'm just, that is not the fruit of the Spirit, baby. And we need to come out of agreement with these things. We are in agreement. The Bible says, how can two walk together except they agree? So there has to be an agreement. With the enemy, the Bible says Jesus said, The enemy is coming, right? Satan is coming, but there is nothing in me that is in common with him. And you've heard me say this before, but a lot of times with your soul, because you're made up of your spirit, your soul, and your body, your spirit is where God dwells. When you got saved, your flesh didn't get saved, your spirit got saved. So you have to bring this flesh under subjection, which is called self control, under subjection to the Holy Spirit. Now, that's not within your own strength because we can do nothing in and of ourselves. What we're doing is submitting to God, resisting the devil, and the Bible says he has to flee. It works. Trust me when I tell you, God's word does not lie, but there's no submission. There's no resistance when it comes, when the temptation comes. Holy Spirit, if you don't help me, I can't do it. That's where the empowerment, the grace comes upon you to be able to do it. It's not that you can do it in your own strength because we'll never be good enough. We don't have it in us to do. This is why Jesus had to die. We don't have it in us to do. This is why we take what he did, right, and apply it to our lives. So demons are still controlling your soul. Your mind, your will, and your emotion makes up your soul. So you have your spirit, your soul, and your body, which is your flesh. That's what makes up an individual, human beings. So we need to come out of agreement, and it needs to be broken. You have the power to do that. You have the Holy Spirit inside of you. All you have to do is say, Lord, I repent. I renounce every demonic altar. I renounce every sin I come against, and I come out of agreement with the enemy in every area of my life. And Lord, fill me. With your Holy Spirit, feel me break every chain, break every yoke, destroy every burden. And I'm telling you, it's just that simple. We overcomplicate God. And as a matter of fact, I say, the more complicated it is, the more it's not Him. God is very simple, but we over spiritualize and overcomplicate things, right? And the last but not least, he says satanic practices, doors are still open that need to be closed. So once you repent, once you renounce, then you then uh, close those doors that has been opened as a result of your disobedience. You seal them shut with the blood of Jesus. You renounce, you repent, you, you come out of agreement with it. Now we shut every door in the spirit realm that has been opened as a result of our disobedience. We seal them with, shut with the blood of Jesus. And it's just that simple, saints. That is the word of the Lord. So your symbols, your simples. and those are some of the reasons why we're unable to decode the dreams. It simply means we have to come clean. When we get into the presence of the Lord, he knows everything about us. We can't hide from him. You might as well come clean. And, and guess what? That's what he wants us to do. He wants us to come clean. Because the Bible says that those that conceal your sins in Proverbs, that the mercy is not there. But when you confess and turn away from your sin, then God has mercy. And that mercy is what you need for you to be free. And so the dreams is vitally important in this season. And you don't want to miss your moment, right? And we know that when God is repeating a dream, he's duplicating a dream. That means there's a sense of urgency on what he's speaking to you. So if you're having the same reoccurring dream, there's a sense of urgency, God is speaking. That means he's he's really trying to get the message to you, right? Um, that that something is on the horizon, right? Something is happening at that moment. So I'm just here to say to you to be diligent and be. Um, in tune and in step and in sync with the Holy Spirit, so that you can, so that you will, will not miss your moment, and that you will begin to walk in God's best, His favor, His abundance, and His overflow in this season, because God is on the move. That is the word today, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing. And until the next time, I'm only gonna come on here when He leads me to come, because He is now pulling me back. Um, where I wanted to do, like normally I do two videos a week, but he said, "Mm -mm." so needless to say, this channel is about him and not about me. So I'm going with the flow of the Holy Ghost. But until the next time, I will see you guys in the next video. Bye loves.